Welcome to the Vine Church TC Community Podcast. This is Jamie Jones, your host, and I am so excited to share with you conversations with people right here in our very own community. I hope this brings us all closer together and reaffirms to each listener that you belong. Today's guest is just a really cool person. And I loved being able to get to know more about her. Recently, we were in a group book study together. And I so appreciated her perspective. And I felt like I just wanted her to talk more. I wanted to hear what she, what she had to share. And, and so this opportunity to ask these questions was really special. Here is my conversation with Tommy Thomas. Tommy, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the podcast and letting me ask you all these questions. I'm so no happy. Words. I'm so happy you said yes. So let's just dive right in and get started with these. So I would love if you told me a little bit about who you are and where you're from. Who I am. I am a introverted person that is learning the value in community. Yeah. And that's a big one for me because I'm a pretty introverted person, but it took this pandemic to make me realize that I needed to be around people. You know, it helps in my growth. Mm -hmm. Um, Where I'm from, I'm from, I'm born and raised in New Orleans Louisiana. So that was a lot of fun, kind of. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's a long that's... ways away from here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You wonder, how did I get here from there? Yeah. So, well, I went to Seattle first and went to Seattle for work. Was working, liked it, decided to stay, and then work dried up in Seattle. So, I was offered a job here in Tri-Cities that was supposed to be uh, temporary, sorry, supposed to be temporary, and it ended up being pretty permanent. So uh, we've been here 13 years now for a temporary job. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about your work. What kind of, what is your occupation? Uh, I'm an iron worker. So we do, um, I prefer rebar. We install a lot of rebar, hard work, um, but all the steel framings and buildings that you see, mm-hmm. iron workers do that. Bridges, uh, ornamental work, we do that. Um, the metal around glass storefronts, we do that. Do a lot of welding. That's what I was going to ask. It must include a lot of welding. So it's a lot of working with your hands then too, right? To, or, oh, yes. Or, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's perfect for me gives me an opportunity to get out of my head. I'm a, I'm a huge overthinker, <laughs> which is not good sometimes. <laughs> well, it can be a good thing and a bad thing, I imagine. Yes, <laughs> Both. for sure. For sure, yeah. I would love to hear a little bit about your family and your family of origin and your family now, what that looks like. Um, my family, um, my New Orleans, um, they were born and raised there. 
on my mom's side, um, my grandfather a couple times removed, migrated here from Ireland and married my grandmother. And that's where our family started. And somewhere in there, there was a little bit of native there too. And then on my dad's side, they, I don't know a lot about my dad's side of my family. Uh, so pretty much what I know is they're from New Orleans. That's yeah. as far back as I've gone, you know. Yeah. Even though I, I'm from a big family, just not a lot of family history, you know, that, that's been handed down. Right, right. Yeah. So if you're from a big family, do you have a lot of siblings? I have five siblings. I have five brothers. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Being the only girl, right? Oh, I imagine. So where are you in the order then with all those brothers? I am the oldest. I'm really? The oldest. Mm-hmm. I'm the <laughs> oldest. I have uh, one that lives in uh, Portland. I have a brother. I have two brothers in California. And I have two brothers in Alabama. So, All right. So you're kind of spread out. Yeah, we're spread out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're spread out. But, but we, we stay in contact. That's a good thing about Facebook. And... Uh, the Twittergrams, when you get to be almost 60s, that's what you call it, the Twittergrams. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're able to stay connected through those things. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's kind of your family of origin. And then mm-hmm. how about after, after you I – mean, I, I think you have children because I've talked to Giovanna. I do. Yeah, I do. so tell me. I do. I so I have two older girls that live in California. I have a son and a daughter that live on the west side. You've got four grandkids. Four grandbabies. I have three in California, and I have one that lives in Seattle. She just turned 13 here a little bit ago. Oh, wow. Well, how, is, she, to- is she the oldest? No. My oldest grandbaby is 20. What? I know, right? What? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't seem like I should have a grand a grandkid that's 20. He just you don't. Yeah, he's 20. And the below him is she's 16. And then the next one is a 13-year-old. And then uh the baby is 10, almost 11. So wow. yeah. I know, wow. right? <laughs> I know. I brought my youngest daughter to church. And that seemed right, but when they when I talk about my oldest too, my oldest daughter is uh, if she's not forty, let's see, she's getting ready to be forty here in here in a minute. Yeah. Really. I know. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Well, um, I just turned forty. Oh just, wow! Yeah, just on <laughs> I don't know Friday. <laughs> Actually, Giovanna and I, our birthday is just one day apart, I think, because hers is on, hers was the day after mine. So anyway. June is a good month. It is a good <laughs> month. So yes. tell me, what are some of your hobbies and your interests? Um, I, I pretty much have two, two hobbies. I love riding my motorcycle. It's one of my favorite things to do. And then the fairly new hobby for me is rock hounding. 
And so with that, that hobby expands into other things. So besides hiking around and wading through water, rivers and streams, trying to find the perfect rock, you know. <laughs> yeah. So now you have all these rocks. What do you do with them? So then that broadens your, uh, that broadens everything. So now I'm into wire wrapping and polishing rocks and shaping rocks. And yeah, it's, oh, it's that's so cool. It's, it's, yeah, it's fun. You know, it's a lot of fun. Well, my, I have a son, my son who is, is really into rocks, rocks and gems. So everywhere we go, he's looking and he got a rock tumbler for his birthday. And so he's, he's along the same, similar interest right there in hobby. Have you been to any of the, of the gem rock and gem shows around here? I have, I have, I have, I have. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, but my son went, he went with his grandma and he actually won the door prize, which was a really cool, uh, rock slash gem. I don't even know what it is, but it's really beautiful. (laughs) So he was so happy to win that. (laughs) I know that. I mean, once you, once you start, it's definitely a hobby that once you start it, 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 you get, you just dive right into it head first. So Everywhere I go, you'll notice if you're watching me, I'm always looking down because you never know uh-huh. when the next awesome rock is going to be. You just don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it's fun times. I like it. Yeah. Plus you get a get good exercise because you're walking it. You got to hike and walk. So. Uh huh. Yeah. So do you do when you do the wire wrapping? Have you done like necklaces or earrings or what kind of? Wire so wrap? so you start off just wrapping the rock, which is. You know, you start off wrapping it so that it looks cool and you put a, a, a string through it or something. Mm-hmm. But as you further progress, the wrapping gets a little bit more intricate. I'm still trying to master that. Mine mine look a little bit, you know, still new. Uh-huh. But it's definitely, um, there's definitely more to it. You, you know, there's further uh-huh. to go once you start. Uh-huh. So it's a, it's it's fun, and that led me to uh, uh, making chains. So I made the chain for my wallet, and just looking at different weaves of chain. I mean, it's 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 like a rabbit hole. You just <laughs> you just go down the whole thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've just taken ironwork to the to a different level. You've taken ironwork to like the the um the details and the fine, the fine ironwork skills. (laughs) That is perfect. So the next time Javonna's complaining about all these rocks I've got around, I'm going to tell her as part of my career, honey, this helps (laughs) me be a better iron worker. Yeah, there you go. I love it. So Tommy, what are you passionate about? I am so passionate and, and, and I didn't realize I was until you asked me the question. I had to think about it uh-huh. in, 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 in my circle. A lot of the guys that I work with, I've heard so many times that they don't go to church or they don't, uh, they believe in God, but they don't practice being a Christian because they believe true, really and truly believe that they've done some things that are so egregious, God could never love them. 
Mm. He would never accept them. And so, especially after I, after I got baptized, it was like, wow, I, I, I want to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. I want to I tell everybody because I, this is awesome, you guys. And so once I started paying attention to that sentiment, I, I just want to tell everybody that it doesn't matter. God's arms are still open for you. He still wants you. He still loves you. Yeah. And it's okay. It's yeah. okay. So I, I just feel like I have to share that with, with everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to tell everybody that God's arms are still open for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. And it's true. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads into my next question, which is um, an overview of your faith journey. If you could share where you've been and where you're at now in terms of your faith. Oh, well, so I've, I've, I went to Catholic schools my whole life. So I've known that God is here. God is real, but I was never really a participant for most of my life. And like a lot of people who don't really participate, but they think he's there at different times over my life. I'd say quick prayers if I'm in a jam mm-hmm. or something to try to get out of it. So I, early on, I don't know that I had faith. So I wasn't walking with walking in that, even though I believed that he was there. Mm-hmm. So then I, I went on through my life and, um, like a lot of people, probably, mostly, um, we've done things that could have ended very badly, you know, jail, death, lots of things, mm-hmm. you know. And then, um, and my life progressed, progressed, and then one day I, I, I just felt in the core of my being. You know, I, I got up that morning and I said, honey, I need to be baptized. Mm-hmm. And, and that for me, that moment was the start of my journey mm-hmm. at that time. So we started off by uh, looking on the Internet for different churches, because even though I, I, I knew I wanted to be baptized, I didn't know what a practicing Christian looked like, what I should be doing besides living the most uh, right way that I could. Mm-hmm. So we are looking on the internet and we uh, find churches and uh, we see the vine. And based on what they had on the internet, we felt that they would be, that would be the first church that we would go to. Mm-hmm. So I went to that church and it was so, I went to the Vine and they were so welcoming and I felt so, felt so warm. And I knew that this was the church. This is where I was supposed to be. I just felt that this is where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And on that, on that day, they have the connect cards and I wrote on the connect card that I wanted to be baptized. Mm-hmm. And within a couple of days or so, Sarah and Micah uh, said, yeah, we can do that. However, 
we want to do we want to do some studying first before you get baptized. So during those lessons, I started to rethink where or when my journey with God started. Mm-hmm. Because on, on the day that I said I wanted to be baptized, I would have said, like I did say, I thought my journey started then, but really God's been with me my whole life. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, you know, recognize it. I didn't recognize it. And so as we're going through these things, I'm going through these lessons with Mike and Sarah and I, I realized that first off. And the second thing I start to understand is that being a Christian is really, really about being in relationship with God, being in relationship with God's people and, and living a relational life. And that is what a practicing Christian ideally would look like. And so I've, every day since then, I've tried, uh, I've worked to get closer to God and, and have my life look the way I would want somebody, in a way that I would want someone to look at me and say, wow, she, she, she must be walking the path with God. You know, mm-hmm. that's always my goal is to live my life so that someone can look from the outside and say, wow, I don't know what she's got, but I want some of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want what she has. And so now in my faith journey, at one point here a little bit ago, I just felt like my relationship with God wasn't what it needed to be. And even though I I was struggling a little bit getting closer, um, but then we went through, I've learned some things since then, and we went through that little study with Sarah. And so I've been working on getting closer. And those, those little, um, I've learned how to help build that relationship and get closer to God. Mm-hmm. So right now I am definitely a Jesus follower. Uh, definitely am secure in my faith mm-hmm. um, where I feel comforted in it mm-hmm. you know if that makes sense <laughs> yeah it does make sense and thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that story and I had um, I had planned to ask you how and when you connected with the vine and I can just see how that was um, a big part of your fa- I mean you answered that within your faith journey story which which is just so cool and so that must have been how many years ago was that? Because the vine is is about five ish, I think. And I, I think you were there so I, pretty close to the beginning. Right, right. I, it was either a, a year after or a little less than a year after they started. So we're mm-hmm. we're fairly new there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in terms of in terms of the life of the vine church, you're 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 kind of old. In terms of the yes. life, you've been there, you've been there since the vine was new. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's great. Uh, so, is there a person or life event that significantly influenced your faith journey? Um, I don't know that there's a life event that I can point to, but I can uh, point to a, a coworker. Um, 
and I don't think he'll mind if I, if I say his name. His name is uh, Zach Michael. He was my partner for a little while um, at work, and he told me a story. He told me a story, um, and I'm going to share it because it was important mm-hmm. to me. Um, so he, he tells me this story. He was working on his house, and he has an aluminum ladder. And, it, and if, you, if you buy tools or anything, aluminum ladders are not inexpensive. So he has this aluminum ladder and he's working on his house. He decides to go in for a break or lunch or something. And he comes out and his ladder is gone. Well, he tells me that. And now, mind you, Zach, I know you guys don't know him, but Zach is a very calm guy. His, his voice is never raised. He doesn't get excited. Uh, nothing. And even if he does get excited, the most you're going to see is he might fold his arms. That's it. He's not an excitable guy. <laughs> uh-huh. Not at all. Right. Uh-huh. And so he's telling me about this ladder and I'm getting indignant for him. I'm like, man, that would have just ticked me off. Somebody stole my ladder. You know what I said? Ladder costs. Uh-huh. And he looks at me and he puts his hand up and he looks at me, puts his hand on my shoulder and he says, Tommy, hold on. Someone else just needed to use it. And I said, what? He says, wait, we, are we not supposed to treat our neighbors as ourselves? And I'm looking at him and I'm, what are you talking about? And he says, not, it'll, it'll, I'll get it back. I'm not worried about it. God's got it. He says that to me. And I'm still just like, what are you talking about? I'm still not where he is. Uh And so Surprisingly enough, a week, two weeks later or so, his ladder shows up back at his house. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm looking at him and I say, what now? <laughs> yeah. They brought the ladder back. He's like, yeah, I told you. That he did, someone just needed to use it. I knew I would get it back. Tommy, you got to have more faith than you have. Huh. What? What are you talking about, sir? And so it still didn't hit me right then. But after I think about it, remember, I'm an overthinker. But so then after I pondered it a while, I was thinking, oh, I see. Okay, I got you. You're trying to send me a message, aren't you? <laughs> because in a million years, would you have thought that ladder would have showed back up? I wouldn't have. Mm-mm. No. But I knew, I knew, I knew. I wanted to be able to walk and have that sense of faith that he has. I mean, he, he yeah. you know what I'm saying? I want to uh, be, yeah. be in that space. I want to yeah. be in that space where it's okay. It's all right. You know? Yeah. And so that, 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 that affected me insofar as in my journey, that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to just, even though I know God's got it, I don't ever want to have a second thought that God has. it. So I work on my relationship so I can get where he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. And God uses those things. I mean, that, that built, that built your faith. Yes. That, you know, and, and even though who, who knows who took the ladder and what they needed it for or whatever that story was. Um, Mm-hmm. On their end, but you, as somebody who was, it wasn't even your ladder, and God used that story. I just love that. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, do you have a story of when you knew God was real? Um, I don't. I don't know that I do because, like I said, I I, I grew up going to uh, Catholic school, so we went to church once, twice a week. So I, I've mm-hmm. always known. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been a disbeliever. Mm-hmm. I guess is a better way to say it. I, I've always known he was there, mm-hmm. but I've never been a participant or in relation with, with God. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that story you just shared was kind of evidence of that from my perspective yes. of yes. how, of how, how, how God used that and, and knew you needed that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what is one question you have for God? You know, I, I, I pondered that for a long time. And, um, and, and it wasn't until um, Thursday's meeting, Zoom meeting, and we were reading in, I think, Psalms. And uh, I don't remember the chapter and verse, but he was asking God, how long, how long? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the question. How long, how long is it going to take for people to see that God is real, for people to believe that God is real? Mm -hmm. How long, how long is it going to take? So I think that, that might be, Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question. How long? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap up our conversation here with four more questions. Okay. And these questions are just kind of, you know, quick answer, just uh, fun questions. So what is something good that's come out of this crazy quarantine time for you? This is going to sound really odd, but time. Mm. Because I've always been so busy either working a lot or, you know, there's always something to do when you own a home. Mm -hmm. But now I have time to work on relationships, whether it be a relationship with God, relationship with Javana, relationship with friends. I have more time to put into those relationships. Uh And so that, that's a good thing for me. Well, I remember, that's a, that's a yeah, thing. I remember um, it was shortly before this pandemic how many hours you were working. Yep. Just about seven days a week I was working. I know. I mean, it was a lot. It, it's, it seemed like a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And you just... And and when you work that much, I mean, there's nothing wrong with work, but I think you can work too much. Mm-hmm. If if you because when you work that much, then things fall by the wayside, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but now, even though I wish I were back at work, and I thought I would be back at work by now, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can appreciate the time that I have to put in, put my energy into a few other things to shore them up, so that if and when that time comes, mm-hmm. you know things will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a good thing. 
(laughs) What is your go-to order from your favorite restaurant in the Tri-Cities? Oh, my favorite is shrimp fried rice. (laughs) <laughs> because I pretty, I've cut out a lot of carbs in my diet. So for me, that's a cheat because rice is everything. <laughs> I love rice. <laughs> Do you have a favorite restaurant where you order that shrimp fried rice? Um, no, but we usually go to, I think it's the green papaya there on uh, Clearwater. Okay. And it's it's amazing. They put raisins in it. You wouldn't think it tastes good in fried rice, but raisins and pineapples and cashews. Oh my goodness! Yes, that sounds yes, delicious. Yes, yes. Delicious. I've delicious. never even heard of that restaurant. Oh, you you know it's uh just past the dry cleaners in that little strip mall there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll have to a, check it out. Green papaya. Yeah. Is that what you said? Or pineapple? Yeah, I think that's yeah. I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the name of the green papaya. I'll ask you, Vaughn, and I'll, I'll, just in case <laughs> I made a mistake, I'll let you know. But okay. I'm pretty sure it's green <laughs> <Sounds> papaya. <good>. <laughs> Delicious rice is everything. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> yes. You love some rice in this house, too. What is the title oh, of the boy. last book that you read? Faint Cold Heart by Karen Slaughter. Um, so I try to read. Um, one of my fiction books, and then I'll read something a little bit heavier, you know, in between, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. throw something in there. So yeah. which one was that? Oh, this was a fiction one. This one okay. was good. I like watching, I like reading um, uh, cop stories. Um, I'll even read uh, Patterson about snipers. Those are some of my favorites about snipers. Uh-huh. I like those because it, <laughs> it gets so technical. I like those books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are good. <laughs> And the last question I have for you is, what is one thing that's bringing you joy right now? One thing that's bringing me joy. Mm. Um, I, I, I think it would be a combination of things right now. One is, I, I guess the first one is the fact that I feel that I'm drawing nearer to God. But one but the other thing that's giving me more joy is that I I I really do have time to be in relationship with people uh-huh. and see things and and paying attention to things that I hadn't been able to because I've been working so much. I've been I, I I'm able to see things that I have been neglecting. So it's making me happy right now to be able to have the time to put in to different relationships and and even just hanging out in the yard, doing yard work and not feeling rushed before it gets dark. Got to hurry up, cut the grass. Yeah. You know, that's important. They seem like little things, but little things are important. Little things build into big things. Yes. Yeah. That is so true. So true. Well, I loved that. I loved all your answers. Oh my gosh. Oh, I wanted to have a conversation with you. And so I, I'm just so thankful that you said yes. And I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, think through your answers and share part of your story. It was just, just awesome. And I look forward to, you know, more conversations with you also in the future. (laughs) 
I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these stories that help us connect with each other right here in the Tri-Cities.